right, welcome. Episode four of Recorded Therapy Sessions, we... which I don't know if is still quite yet official, like kind of. We should just stick with it. We still need to do a logo and everything. We'll get there. We got it. We got to talk to the peoples. You were supposed to make we those did. plans. Don't worry. Okay. We'll talk about this off air. Okay. But anyway, I am Jake. We've got beautiful David here mm. to my left. That's me. And then right across, we have the beautiful Wayman. Oh, stop. Right across from me. Give me blush. So I think we decided to switch it up a little bit. Mm. Normally, we come with the topic prepared, but it is a Wednesday evening. And uh, we decided to switch it up a little bit and just improv it. Just mm-hmm. kind of run with it. Actually, David came in hot and he said, I've got three burning topics on my brain and I need to talk about them. And so we're just going to wing it tonight. And we're going to talk about the three topics. And we don't, Wayman and I don't know what they are yet either. And hopefully, maybe the goal by the end of it is seeing if we can all link it all together. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off by saying, Wayman. Yeah. What brings you today to this therapy session? I'm going to record it, so just know that. But <laughs> <laughs> that counts as a disclaimer. Like He lets you know he's going to do it. So, But. Okay. You came out here for some therapy, a session. Mm. Lay it down. What's happening? Oh, man. Okay. So let's so recap since last time we've talked. It's been about, what, two weeks now? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we took a break for a week. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, so family came into town before and they're like, you know, women, you got to make money, do this, be more, you know mindful of your spending and you know keep all the stuff going i'm like okay whatever um week later i had a real heart-to-heart uh conversation with my dad telling me like don't be well to put it in layman's term don't be a little b and stop feeling sorry for yourself Mm, there's the birds and the bees uh no not like that oh buddy i could go on for hours about birds and bees and the things that they do to each other. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I had a heart-to-heart talk with my dad, and now I'm, like, starting to, like, solidify my finances and stuff like that. And then I was – actually, I went to Sir Top. I went to Sir Top to go drop off a gift to my former employer slash friend. And I actually talked with another, like, um, I guess, assistant manager at the store. And, you know, they're talking and she's like, oh, yeah, she has two uh, awesome chefs lined up to do the interview and then also do the demo. It's going to be sick. She's super excited. I'm like, okay, awesome. That's sick. Great. Like, I'm really excited for her. Fast forward to today. Uh, Funny enough. So I'm talking with my former employer because we were supposed to hang out yesterday. I am so V sad. We didn't hang out because me and her go back. She's like my oldest sister, even when my sister wasn't here type situation. So it was great. Good advice, really good mentor in regards to cooking. So at this point, I was texting her and we were joking. She was just like, hey, you want to come back? And I'm like, are you sure you're going to take me back a third time? Because, you know, this is the third <laughs> third time of, you know, of me coming back. She's like, I will always take you back. Mm. And Aww. so <laughs> so actually, I will be returning back to Sir Latab to Culinary Struct again on the basis of a three-day uh, work period that's usually remaining at night. So Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Woo! So you know what that means? Oh wow! But 
Discounts, oh, baby. I'm back, yeah. on, back on the discount train. It's their little time. Dude, I got you, fam. You want some more scam pans? Just yes. That You didn't hear that, sir. I do oh. not share my <laughs> discounts whatsoever. This is recorded. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. But yeah, uh, honestly, though, oh, yeah. it'd be great because, you know, there are certain parts of my day where I was like, do I still have the cooking capabilities? You know, I test myself every day when I cook. Um, but this would be nice to come back, actually make a little bit more extra money, and then, you know, that extra money can be my spending money and then the money that i make at my big boy job um actually can be saved and reinvested and stuff like that hey so good deal man that's my that's cool that's my recap for the last two weeks wow okay whoa 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 wow a lot going on so, you weren't joking when you said that you got an update yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm curious man with why did you leave the past two times though uh so past two times it was scheduling and everything like that. So before I was, the first time I left, I left because I wanted to pursue my career with a, not electronic company, but a software company. I wanted to pursue my um, passion with the software company, see if I could move up. That didn't work out. So I actually went back a second time. They took me back on the second time, which you know, it was good. I didn't, I didn't leave on bad terms. That's the one thing. I don't leave on bad terms. The second time was I, at that point, was working at Bodavina Ristorante. Um, and I had time to actually do both uh, Sir Latab and Bodavina. I then took over the restaurant called Local for just a couple of months. It was very short. And at that point, I had no time. And so... I had to actually leave the position. I actually was the second underneath the my manager, and then I stepped down, and then I actually fully left. And then that's when I hadn't worked for them for like maybe like a good six to nine months or something like that. And then now we're at this point because it's all scheduling, like timing and everything right. like that. Yeah, so whenever you don't feel like there's enough time for it, that's the first thing to go though, right? No, that <laughs> do it, they kind of know that that could happen again? Or like, do you feel like that would happen again? How are you feeling about it this time no, around? I hundred percent think it will happen again. Cause there's going to be a point where, you know, either a, my former employer actually leaves. So that's the only reason why I would stay is if she was still there. If she left, then I'm putting in my two weeks. Cause there's no point in me staying like, I'm not going to grow. Maybe if Maria took over, which is another uh, culinary instructor, she's the one that took over my spot as second in command. But I honestly have so much respect for Elizabeth that I would I would help her out in a heartbeat. Is she also a mentor for you? Yes, 100%. I've, I've learned so much from her. It's not even funny. What about you, Jake? Any Any updates from the last two? Jake, what brings you today to this therapy session? Great question. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think about any updates or anything that's been on my mind just because there's been so much. Right. That's the thing. I think actually, now that I think about it, so I just had a talk with a good friend of mine for, well, I mean, everyone everyone like knows Brooklyn, but um, we, we got lunch on Sunday. Where'd you go? Uh, dude, we went to Lemon Tree. Dude, mm, I've never great. been there before. That's a good sandwich spot. It's a and it's cool. Like yeah. it's a real cool spot, and the sandwich was great. Chill vibes. 
yeah yeah like it's a good place to post up yeah for sure which is kind of what we did but we just had some in-depth because her and i like outside of the podcast we have a lot of deep conversations mm. and one thing and I'll, I'll leave it pretty broad but one thing that's been kind of on the mind for me at least is what is the role when when you kind of take a look at life trajectory or finding purpose and all of that what's kind of the role that spirituality plays into it mm-hmm. and so that's a very deep topic of like uh, whatever label you want to put on it like spirituality versus you know, like religious beliefs or anything like that kind of what's the what's the role that that plays and so that's an interesting avenue that i've been considering oh okay. um, lately so is that's, it more of just like going to religion in per se or is it more of just like you know astrology astrology style like spiritual like ghosts and stuff like that no no um not that well i don't even know how you would classify that mm. but just the what is it that maybe having like spirituality or having a religious backing like what role does that play can it be beneficial can it not be to kind of determining like life path purpose anything like that which is interesting and just the backing that i've had on because i grew up in a christian household like non-denominational christian so like i've had that foundation just for the past 10 years or so just kind of put it on back burner and this is almost a perfect time in my life where i'm like hmm, interesting like i wonder i wonder what avenues that could provide essentially so it's just uh that's the the most interesting topic that's come up in the past week or so. Huh. Interesting. So give us an example either in your life, her life, or just generally in people's lives of, you know, how might that play out? That what sense do you mean? of either spirituality, religiosity, or something like that playing into that individual's <coughs> sense of purpose or that individual's direction in life, their... Maybe their North Star, you know? Yeah. No, actually, to relate it back, <laughs> boom. No, it's it's perfect. Like, that's how it plays into it. I think it's just kind of, it's the typical human element, I think, of why are trying to answer the large question. Why are we here? Why am I here? You know, what is what is the role that I'm supposed to play? And I think it is just kind of finding, maybe it just helps define what you think that role is. It helps potentially shed some light on discovering that i think at its core it's just giving giving meaning to in existence in a sense so where are you at personally like with where your beliefs do they do you feel you have specific beliefs that are directly impacting your direction in life at this point no i think it's been a very because actually it was over Christmas that I actually had a heart to heart uh, with my parents. Typical. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it last time too. We oh yeah. Where you're like, I never leave going like, Oh yeah. 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 That's right. <laughs> yeah. But it just got a lot of things thinking, but for me personally past probably 10 years, you know, since I've left, I haven't had any spiritual um, like inclinations or drawing or anything like that. It's just kind of been one that I'd probably equate to indifference. Where I'm just like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Definitely not against the idea, but I'm not actively pursuing it right now either. So at this point, nothing really. 
but if that answers your question you're curious you're considering i'm curious yeah i think i think there's value there too and it and definitely i think there needs to be a line that's drawn between like the traditional sense of the word because mm-hmm. especially when you think of like religion right that's that's almost like pulling yeah. up like a catholic church and it's just the super like and then and then you got the, you know r- rules and regulations and like you know yeah. hellfire raining from above you know sort of like <laughs> sort of deal but it's been interesting to talk to people that are kind of our age because i one thing that i haven't realized it's it in some ways that spirituality is kind of shifting and adapting to current culture because there's definitely things and values like looking at some spiritual beliefs where i'm like okay i like that i like that but then there's also a lot that i'm like hmm I don't like that. Like, I'm, I don't know if I agree with that just because times change. Right. You know, and I don't think that, I don't think all, you know, ideas or rules or suggestions from centuries ago are applicable now because the world changes. So different now. Yeah. You know, so different. I mean, like, for example, Mormons, right? Like now they can drink coffee like that. Back then that was like not a thing. I'm well, not that's, that's I, so every everything shifts. Yeah, that was like a shift, like that was newly like updated type situation. Or like if you think about two thousand years ago, how good was our understanding of say mental health mm, or right, right. disorders or diseases or things like that that we now have a much better understanding of. So, in context of new information, does that shift the relevance of say like a message or something like that or can you adapt it in some way? So I guess I was curious, you mentioned there's some things that you do like, some things you don't like, but are there any things that you're encountering that you do like that you're thinking about adopting in your own life? Because this question obviously has yeah, relevance yeah. to you at some point, right? Or oh, well, yeah. I mean, the reason I bring it up is because I'm actively applying or starting the process of actively okay. applying some of these things. Yeah, oh. this isn't just like a general Ooh. topic. Yeah, let us know. Um, well, like one example is prayer, right? Right. If you look at the similarities, because because I've also meditated in the past too before, and it's essentially, and I, I will say, it's it's essentially like the same thing. It's intentionally taking time to just sit. And whereas meditation, you don't really say anything. You're just kind of with your thoughts, you're breathing, and you're calm. Mm-hmm. Prayer, it, no matter what religion, is kind of the same idea. The only difference is that you're pretty much articulating kind of what's going on. In your right. head, and then maybe directing that at you know whatever higher power that you are praying to, praying to, or yeah, yeah. but it it's intentionally time taken aside to think through things. I think the main difference is just prayer you articulate, uh, meditation you do not. What about the similarity between that and say journaling? Do you do you see oh, that? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a good. That's good. I didn't even think about <laughs> journaling. Or I guess. Yeah, I've always thought, you know, prayer can be a fascinating and really psychologically beneficial thing if it's a good tool for self-reflection, some introspection, some just like thoughtfulness dedicated towards other people in your life, or or if it's like your form of journaling, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'd say the difference between that and, and journaling or just like taking time to think about your life, other people in your life, um, would be that, yeah, you are directing it towards another 
you know entity a being like yeah. something like a, your god or something yeah um whereas journaling or just your own self-reflection can just be you going back and forth in your head right yeah i think that's the added the, well and that's probably where the spiritual in in this general topic of kind of reflection or you know yeah. um introspection right the the differing topic is then prayers directed at some someone something some being some higher power whereas yeah journaling and meditation is more in a sense just keep it to yourself kind of like a get thoughts on paper literally mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting so do you have a routine around this <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we can talk about whether or not you more go with the flow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just circle back and make sure that we're balancing things, number one, <laughs> and that we're going with the flow. But you then I'll <laughs> plan your prayers too much. <laughs> and then let's no, revisit morning routines. <laughs> no, so yeah, actually, uh, one thing that I've started doing for the past couple of weeks now is just taking time for prayer in the morning. Um, so you typically, right before I leave the house, mm. I'll take however long it is. I mean, I pretty much. I just stream of consciousness go and that actually helps me articulate. I'm such a verbal processor. So that really helps me articulate kind of what's going on. But yeah, that's, that's really it. At least at this point, if you don't mind me asking, do you actually verbalize it or okay. So you say it out loud to yourself. Okay. Because it's super cool because it's like, at least for me, if you don't say it out loud, then it's no different from then just having thoughts run around my head, which is hap- which happens all day long, right? It's different if I like speak it and record it. Oh, <laughs> what are we doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Jake's prayer. No, but Wayman, do you do anything like that? Do you do you do any uh, say journaling, meditation, prayer, anything along these lines of say self reflection, introspection, or just thoughtfulness towards others those sorts of things uh i mean a little bit like really short like not not too much i think the only time i really deal with like self-reflection or or actually like kind of doing like prayer or meditation is like when it's a huge like life decision in a way like i had to outweigh the pros and cons that's when i'll actually start writing it out but oh yeah when it comes to like meditation and stuff like that i I actually don't really meditate. I just mind dump. So like, I don't, I don't think about anything. I just basically kind of just sit there and then everything just extrudes out and then basically fall asleep. Like I don't really have like a morning routine. I used to, I used to have like a routine where it was just like, I sit in my bed before I go to sleep, lights off and just like close my eyes and just sit. Um, But I found that uh, my mind starts like adding things into it. And so, like, I start getting into, like, fearing too much about the future, um, getting into this thing called, like, like I'll have deja vu moments. Like, I'll be like, oh, I, I did this before. Like, like this hmm. is bad. Like, and then it starts connecting, and then I start fearing about the future. And hmm. so I found that I need to just mind dump, like, literally don't think about anything and okay. just continue to the next day. Because if I always fear about the future, I won't do anything. Tijuana. That's what he's worried about. <laughs> I was going to say, don't. We could go on for hours. We've. So actually, I want to ask a question though, too. Yeah. Because this is a trend that I've noticed myself included, but typically in life, it seems like for most people, when things are good, you're like, you're good, man. 
you don't need to worry about anything. You do your thing. All of a sudden, a tough decision comes up. And then all yeah. of a sudden, yo, you start praying. You start journaling. You start doing because you're trying to mm-hmm. sort it out, which makes sense. Right. But my question is, is do you think that maybe that there's added benefit if you just built that into your everyday like whether you're happy or sad you always journal you know or make always like always intentionally set time for whatever act meditation journaling prayer whatever always setting aside time every day no matter what is there benefit in that then instead of just being like well I'm just going to journal or I'm just going to pray because it's a hard time and then once oh everything's good sweet that and then you're just like done you know and then you're done until the next cycle you know yeah i bet it it can be preventative for those oh crap moments when you really look into because let's say what you're doing is you only tend to dive deep into these thoughts on your own in your own time however you do it during like you're you got some hardships going on you got some tough situations um and you're trying to navigate that figure them out find a way out another way of looking at that is during the good times if you're kind of doing the same thing and evaluating okay what's going well here what what am i doing right what like things in my life are what do i appreciate like it gratitude journaling for instance is known to be preventative against depression and anxiety, right? Um, so that sense of, you know, being in tune with yourself, with your life, and knowing what's going well and what's not all the time, I bet that could be super preventative for, or if not preventative, like it would help you solve the sorts of problems you get into when you're stuck in a rut or something and you're feeling super down or something like that, where you're like, well, I can look back at the times that things have been good and compare that to now and say, like, what things am I missing? Like, uh, I'm feeling less connected to my family or something, or like I'm feeling this or that. And maybe if I did this, I guess it could give you insights into what's been working well rather than always just being like, what has gone wrong and how do I right. get out of that? Yeah. Because then in a sense, like, let's say journaling's your thing then journaling becomes a negative activity because the only time that you do it is when something rough is going on. So I think what, yeah, exactly. To break down simply, okay, just always journal when things are good. Cool. Write down what you're thankful for. Write down what is good when it's bad. Okay. Write down what the problem is, but then also like what, what issues are you facing? What do you need help with? Maybe, you know, I like that. It definitely is one of those kind of, organizing your life type situations because i run into that a lot i i feel like i should be journaling but at the same time i just don't want to take the time to do it and maybe it's just i don't i don't see the actual um value to it just yet i've done it before like a couple times where it's like i've done happy journaling and i've done sad journaling and then you know in between but most of the time it's usually sad journaling because then but 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 like to to the point of sad journaling it's like kind of writing down all the negative stuff but then you have you i don't know if this is like a technique but then you take the stuff and then you basically rip it up because at that point like for me i've written down everything that i'm sad about myself but now it's time to change it turn turn a new 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 leaf wow words um and just basically rip it up and just call it a day and just basically be thankful that i'm still here i have a roof over my head and i have the things that i want yeah, that's good. 
a lot of people do that. Yeah, it's like, you know, write down what happened and then burn it. Right? Yeah. I love burning things. <laughs> <laughs> or in your case, the amount of pocket knives that you have, you're smart, you just stab it. You sit Wayne's alone in this house. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too many knives in my house. <laughs> I just picture like that spare bedroom that you have. Mm. There's like a corner where it's just a bunch of shredded pieces of paper and <laughs> knives along up against the wall there's just so many stab marks just from little little knives and you just <laughs> it's my uh, stabby corner that's how I, I keep so happy and refreshed you know just stab my wall and the make stabby corner bedroom. keeps him happy <laughs> oh man okay David catch us up on the last two weeks that you've had David what brings you in today you know I've got something weighing on my mind. It's been an exploration I've had over the past year, but also been more relevant these past few weeks where I've been teaching students and I I get a lot of exposure to different students. And a lot of people talk about everybody needs different learning styles or everybody needs different like Mm -hmm. methods of, you know, approaching how they practice, how they learn, how they attain knowledge. And I've been thinking about it a lot, and I guess I'm realizing I could be wrong, but I feel like so much of it has to do with that fancy term. You ever heard of the growth mindset? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, where basically, it, and this might, you know, I'm going to see if we could tie this in, we'll see, but your belief on how you can, your belief in yourself Mm-hmm. Usually this is a self-esteem, self-confidence type of thing. Your belief in your own ability to learn, to be good at something, so to say, right, deeply impacts your actual ability to retain knowledge and to develop better skills to the point where if you have a really negative mindset, it could be super detrimental to your path forward in learning and might prevent you from actually seeing what you're truly capable of, like what kind of possibilities you have, your sort of potential. That's something I've been really trying to figure out. So my main thing is if I have someone who I'm realizing they have really low self-confidence, and this happens to me as well, Mm. you start to believe things like, you know, you get the imposter syndrome, for instance, where you say like, uh, there's no way I could do this or I'm capable of these things. That kind of like, negative feedback loop that you're repeating in your head that says no i can't i can't or i'm not worthy or something kind of belittling in that sense to yourself how do you combat that on your own how have you guys done that or like how can you help someone else who seems to be in that kind of mindset to develop a better mindset of more self-confidence knowing I can do this. I'm capable of this and I will do this. And just that growth mindset, so to say, you know, how do you cultivate that? That's a big question I've been having on my mind. Man, that's a teacher mentality right there. (laughs) So to kind of go off of my teaching experiences, um, especially when it comes to cooking, because a lot of people, they're like, I've never cooked in my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, did you make toast? Yeah, I made toast. Have you butter toast? Yeah, butter toast. Then you cooked. Ooh. Butter toast is still food. You still cooking. Now, mind you, it's not 
the hardest, but it is one step to getting to where you want to be, whether that be actually making eggs or you just want to learn how to, you know, not burn your pizza rolls from Totino's, you know? I was going to say something really similar. I think it's just breaking it down piece by piece, like simplifying, you know, maybe the end goal is I want to do, I want to do a 360 when I'm snowboarding. Right. And then you're like, I want to get air. Well, you can't go, you know, you can't go crush like the huge jumps. You (laughs) You take it small, you know, you get the board off the ground first and then you work your way up. So maybe just finding those little tasks or whatever that may look like with the stuff that you're teaching what what are the small what are the small victories right just to build that confidence they go david i just typed my name (laughs) 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 i don't know (laughs) i just typed my name like and you're like yes you did just type your name and it's six letters long so that's impressive wow that's one more longer than my name I'm, I'm you right now. You're doing David. a great shit. Keep it up. <laughs> I just... Okay. You know what I'm getting at. The, yeah. There comes a point, though, where, like, you can't be too aggressive with, you know, positivity, right? Because then at that point, to that person, it almost sounds like either A, you're babying them, or B, you're belittling them. Yeah. Don't use my name... Don't think of my name example. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that just... I mean, that just popped in my head. There's, like... A balance, right? Mm. Oh my God, the tie-in. I love it. Wow. You know, between actually doing affirmation and then also, you know, not belittling them, but just like letting them know, hey, there are areas of opportunity that you need to work on. Definitely. So I picked up like, I think three things. Maybe, we'll see. Mm. So first you were saying, if you demonstrate to them, like, hey, have you done this? Have you done this? Then, then you do know it. So that to me, that's like, can you logically prove to them that their belittling self-beliefs are wrong? Then that might be one form of progressing that and like getting them past those bad tendencies, that mindset that's pretty negative about their capabilities. And you were kind of saying, Jake was kind of saying this, uh, the sense of small victories can demonstrate that you have the potential you know and confidence building yeah i think yeah. that's the key word there right right yeah that's a that's a good thing too to to remind them like hey you just did this look look at how good you are at doing those things <laughs> and then like you slowly say you can do this like you can do that then what's the next step you could do the next step too Right. And then if you just keep repeatedly showing that step by step, you're building progress. Maybe it that can be a daunting thing is the if people have a goal and it's like a really big long long running goal and they're like, How am I ever supposed to get there? And they might feel like they're supposed to give up or not do it. They don't see that <laughs> what's that expression that um one tree is no different to a big forest to a man with an axe? Who's cutting it down the? F- <laughs> I gotta go ahead and forget yeah. I said that. <laughs> no, I love that quote. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-wee, never mind. <laughs> I'm a big force and a small force. Anyway, no, what yeah. I was gonna say is, if you just show somebody that 
it's step by step and you can't just like make the big leap and just be there tomorrow night you know that it's something you have to work for that that could build up confidence in understanding that it's it's uh a development it's a building upon yeah yeah you got to connect the dots you can't just go from a to z you got to go a b c you know right one two three and if you could demonstrate to them that they have made progress probably more than they they realize then they're more likely to be confident i see that you ever meet people who they'll say something like i'm just bad at math you know, are you quoting me? <laughs> <laughs> and they'll use just like that is a vague way of saying if it involves numbers, I don't want to do it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and hey, you're Jake. like, you <laughs> oh no, is this hitting too this close? Sounds to oddly me? <laughs> familiar. <laughs> Whereas, like, there's no way you can classify the entirety of anything having to do with numbers as your personal ability and skill. You know what I mean? Where it, I'm I'm really attacking Jake right here. He's <laughs> no, it's I'm it's dribbling up fine. in the corner. <laughs> We're fine. I'm doing great. I'm just Jake, two plus two. Twenty-two. Next question. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys ever feel you're lacking self-confidence in some areas where you can tell that it might be, or you can't tell, but now that we're reflecting on it and uh, journaling about it. And recording our therapy about (laughs) (laughs) that it could be detrimental to your progress forward, to your growth, to your ability to learn more, et cetera. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone, there's probably some aspect of life where everyone's not the most confident and that you maybe need that encouragement or you need to break things down step by step. Personally, I'm definitely someone who let's maybe looping this back to, you know, goals Mm. north star right but someone who has maybe some lofty goals or lofty ideas but you know you're looking at it and i'm going oh yikes it's gonna take a lot to get there i I would scrap the whole thing sort of deal you know it's like looking at it's like anyone looking at a mountain you're like i'm gonna climb it but you're at the base and you look up and you're like geez man that's a long way but you just take step by step by step. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, dude, sweet. I'm like, I'm actually really high up, you know, and then you keep going. That oh, concept. I love that <laughs> feeling. True, true. How about you, women? Dude, all the time. Just literally there are like these big goals, lofty goals where I'm just like, dude, there's no way I'm going to be, be able to do that. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that. And then I start listing everything out. But then I don't realize that you don't have to complete the whole goal in one go. Like that is my lifestyle though. Like I like to complete it all in one go. Mm -hmm. But in this case, those bigger goals, you have to take it step by step. There's no, there's no way to cheat the system and just complete it all. There's no cheat code. You have to do it step by step. Yeah. I'm sorry, David. But I hate that. (laughs) I know. It's like most people, I think you want to be good just right away right. you want to learn something new and just be good at it that's a huge struggle of mine i don't want to i don't want to put in the time to fail to get good at it you know or to be like top level chef you gotta you gotta cook for years and years and years and mo- you know you're just like dude i just want to i want to be just professional chef tomorrow it's yeah like, give me that instant gratification <laughs> come on Ooh, oh my God, i can taste that instant gratification it tastes so sweet 
Dude, that's like the same way with like diets and stuff, right? We all like, right? Yeah. I want to be small and skinny, but that's not going to happen. I got to put the effort in one step at a time. Oh, effort sounds awful. <laughs> I, you're telling me I went and worked out on Monday. I died. I literally died. I was like, my smoker lungs are coming in everything. I was just like, Ugh. that's good. That's a good thing. Oh, man. Uh, it sounds like uh. it's like pain is a gift. That's that's what working out is. But yes, yeah, so kind of circling it back, when it comes to let's just say for cooking, right? I had the hugest, just just the hugest thing in my head that I sucked at baking. Like I suck at baking. I can't bake a cake. I can't bake a pie. Dude, I did hear you say that like probably like a year ago. Yeah, you're like baking's not my thing. You know? No, I can't bake. I can't bake. But my mentor, so Elizabeth. She always told me that I was really, like, I sell myself short. Like, you can do croissants. I was like, yeah, no, I can't do croissants, but I've done croissants before. Mm -hmm. Actually, Jake, you've had my croissants before, right? Me too. Yeah, you had it too, right? Okay, uh -huh. that's what I thought. I made croissants before. And um, and so there's things where I'm just like, ah, I suck at baking. I can't bake. I, I will never bake. Like, don't ask me to bake. But then I, you know, I test it out, and I'm like, oh, shit, I know how to bake. Biscuits? I got it. Mm. Cake? I now got it. Like I understand there are you certain techniques that I have to, oh. that I've learned and now I understand. And that's where now I'm leveling up to where I can actually do both things. Level up. <laughs> Dude, I love that example. That's perfect. Cause that's exactly what I'm thinking about is the type of things where you, you tell yourself or tell other people or just generally think, Nah, no, nah, I'm not. That's not me. I'm not good at that stuff. Like, I can't do that. That's so, like, self-restraining, you know? Dude, that, that just brought up a whole thing in my head now where I'm almost like, what if I wrote down a list of everything at this point that I'm just like, oh, no, I can't do that. Or like, no, that's not, I don't know. Oh, that. no, that'd be huge, huh? Well, it'd, me, it yeah, it'd probably be huge. <laughs> almost wonder if we force ourselves to rethink it or almost try it, you know, anything that's like, oh, no, man, I don't, yeah, I, I'm not a baker. I don't do that. Big. Like, all right, well, guess what you're doing this weekend, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. Like, <laughs> well, that's ooh. actually, that's a good, let's actually put that as a, that. yeah, That'd let's actually do that. And I like should this. report and back. Scary. Mm -hmm. So let's actually table this. We're going to put that on there. We're going to write a list. Let's do 10, maybe 10 on the list. Wow. Of what you can't do. Like, I, I can't do this. Not by, do this. Okay, ten, by the time we record the next podcast, 10 things, just a list of 10 things that we can't do. Let's share it, and then maybe we can pick one. And for, test it. And, and, dude, okay. So was this not actually kind of the concept of this podcast this summer when we were initially talking about this idea? Where oh, we were kind like, of. It was kind of related yeah. to what if we tried something new? That mm. I think that was the concept. It was yeah, let's it was. try something new. But now it's taken on a whole different meaning here of – do something that makes your little jimmies tingle. <laughs> <laughs> Get a sprinkle tinkle, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's just rustling my little jimmy tinglers. <laughs> oh, jeez. The jim jams are flapping everywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ooh-wee. All right. Uh, Dude, sick. I like that though. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, no. I like it, but it also scares me. I'm like, I don't want to do that, but I understand it'd be good for me. You know David, what I mean? Hold like, my hand. You'll oh, be fine. No. So, uh, not gonna hold David, my hand? the task at hand may be daunting, 
But you know what builds confidence is if we just break it down step by step. So Ooh, let's just start okay. with the list. Let's just let's just approach next one with the list of 10. That's it. Yeah. No implication. Actually, we won't even do any follow through on it. Just show up with 10 things and then we'll talk about it. Ooh. And then we'll see. I love the idea of we'll pick one and then break it down step by step. Dude, I'm good. And then once you start doing each step, you just tell each other. Hey, look at look at you go! You're doing a little hey, steps. Oh no! Oh, you <laughs> typed your name, <laughs> and yours is complicated because it has a dash in the middle too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is pain. This is cringeworthy. First off, David didn't hold my hand. Then second off, my name is difficult because there's a dash. Huh. <laughs> All right, so let's let's think of ten. What other stipulations do we need to put on there? 10 things that s- s- scare you or maybe make not. you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Or, mm. You're just like averse scare to it because you like, you just assume that you can't do mm. it. That's almost what I want to think is how would we phrase it? Come with the list of 10 things that I just lost it. What did you literally that just say? You just don't feel like you can do. Yeah, 10 things that you don't think you can do. <laughs> Thanks for repeating. <laughs> just kidding. No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I say no, that no. for me. That just like this podcast, this is for me. <laughs> just to remember, <laughs> this is all for Jake. Sorry. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys on the next week with ten things. But I heard David, you still have two more topics that you have in your head. Wow. Let's just get at it. <laughs> I've had this thing. I was having this discussion with one of my roommates. We were exploring. My roommate and I were talking <laughs> talking about this. Uh, this concept that I don't have a word for it or uh, like a way to bring it in, but I want to explore it with you guys and maybe we'll, we'll come up with the concept behind it. Okay. Or are you going to think of other examples where to me, uh, vaguely it goes something along these, these lines where <clears throat> I'll have something that I enjoy that is pretty simple to me. Like it doesn't seem very complex, not very complicated, but then I come across people or a system or a process that is introduced over top of that, that then makes it way more tedious than it ever had been before and way more convoluted than I ever expected it could be. I'll take the first example was, (laughs) my roommate was giving an example of just simple prioritization and task management. He's like, it's a really good thing and I like to do it. It doesn't seem that difficult though. And when you introduce this whole convoluted system of, say, okay, this is getting very specific, but in the tech industry, it's like a sprint system or a point system or, you know, just stories and epics and all these weird terminologies and like (laughs) processes that are layered over top of something that seems like it shouldn't be that difficult. That frustrates the heck out of him. He's like, we don't need to spend all of our time doing these things when like half of this we could do so quickly in just a short amount of time without needing like a glossary and a dictionary to understand like what we're all talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for me, that's been rock climbing. I know this is again, obscure examples, but uh, where to me, it's just like you're just climbing up a boulder, you're just climbing up a wall. You're just hanging out with your buds, trying to, Climb around. It's fun. You can play some games like Monkey See, Monkey Do style. What is that game called? It's the matching game. This is not important. I'm going to cut that part out. 
Yeah. <laughs> Love that game. <laughs> Whew. But you're out there with your buddies. You're just trying to climb. And then all of a sudden people are introducing like, oh, did you do like the, you know, this level of route? And it's like, oh, it's got like this level of a slant. And then, you know, they start throwing numbers down, letters down, colors down. And I, I can't do numbers, letters, and colors. <laughs> I can't do math, Jake. <laughs> huh. Huh. Okay. Is this Got targeted? It. Am I targeted? Huh. Do you no, feel microaggressed? No, I feel like you're saying that to Wayman for some odd reason, even though you're <clears> saying yeah. my name. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something that I I had no idea that there's this whole subculture behind where everybody treats it very seriously. And that's one thing about it is for one, it gets taken more seriously than I ever expected. And for two, uh, I really don't care or want to make it more complex. I want it to be simple. Mm. Do you all relate to this at all? Do you feel what, what I'm going through? Like, do you have any other examples of your own? Well, yes and no. But what you're talking through, the first thing I thought in my mind is, well, it d- depends what your intention is. Is it for fun or is it for like for serious? <laughs> is it for fun or is it to improve because with that rock climbing example it sounds like you're there to have fun so you're like yeah i don't care like climb this thing cool i want to get up it (laughs) yeah people you're probably talking to are probably a little bit more serious about it and so technique starts getting involved there going oh well i want to climb up it in this certain way yes you know what i mean that's the first thing that pops my head true maybe maybe there's a layer of which i wonder (laughs) for my roommate who's you know working at a tech company and not enjoying the the strict structure of prioritization and task management <laughs> i don't know if that like applies as fun but i'm just trying to think like for him that's something that it's like an unnecessary system over top something that seems so simple and i guess for me something like rock climbing would lose its its fun flavor for me if i always had to apply this extra layer of terminology and concepts and like this whole system on top of it all the time i feel like i would start to lose my love for something just so simple that i've always enjoyed so is that fun aspect like i'm just trying to have fun i just want to enjoy it but then there's this next layer on top of it of well did you know there's a whole subculture behind this and they have developed like (laughs) this extreme (laughs) system that like breaks everything down to a finite point and like so what you're actually doing is this, this, and this. What you could be doing is this, this. Anyways, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, definitely. I want to hear women. I feel like this is really applicable to cooking. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, cooking-wise, yeah, there's a lot of, like, techniques um, that you can do for certain things. And, like, most of the time they're like, oh, yeah, you'll need two bowls. It's just like, why would you need two bowls? You just use one bowl. <laughs> why don't you just combine it? But there are... There are certain techniques within cooking that you have to do in order to achieve the actual product. Like you can't, like you could technically misstep and like combine two techniques at once, but it's not going to give you the same exact product if you just follow the steps. Um, I think in cooking though, to me, cooking in general is fun. Whether there's a new technique out there I will say what bothers me is when somebody tells me um, not to do one thing, right? Like, don't, like, I actually, so I am actually contradicting myself, but I have reasons for it. (laughs) Okay. So one thing that always drives me nuts is people that handle their knives incorrectly. 
and especially my knives. There's this thing that everybody does in cooking, or at least at home cooks do, where they put the index finger on the spine of the knife and then cut that way. You should never do that. There's the reason why you never want to do that is because one, it causes mass amount of strain on the back of your hand and your muscles. And then also those ligaments and um, tendons inside your hand area too are already strained at that point because now you're already putting so much pressure on one part of your hand. So there's nothing else to balance it out. So you're already putting strain on your joints. You're already putting strain on your actual knuckles and then also on the muscles as well too. Now, there are certain people, you know, out there that's like, you know, I've cut like this before, no problem. More power to you. That means that you're A, not putting as much strain on your index finger than most people do. But most people, you already see this kind of like flex and almost strain on your index finger where you're like, yeah, you're putting too much pressure on it. Um, especially if you're dealing with harder products. So I tell people, cut how you want to cut, but I'm going to give you some advice to help you become more efficient and mm-hmm. enjoy cooking, right? Because most of the times when they're cut, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm cutting so much stuff. I'm really tired. That's kind of the same way how I take rock climbing, like your example of rock climbing, yeah. where you you know how to do it. You're just having fun. But some people want to give you more advice because then they're like, yeah. okay, I want you to achieve more. Like, I think you're going to have so much more fun if you did it, not did it this way, but here's some advice to do it a little bit more efficient so that instead of stopping at point A, we can get you all yeah. the way up to point C. I think that's like one thing that I always enjoy. I like getting that advice. I like getting that advice to like do th- certain things better, but I definitely am in the same boat where it's just like, you have to do it this way. And if you don't do it this way, then you're dumb. I'm like, <laughs> you're dumb. Dude, that's really interesting. I have another example along those lines of, so I I totally see where somebody who knows the deep, dark details of whatever it is that you're trying to do, they can offer advice. However, there are a lot of things in my life that, oddly enough, I just want to have fun and enjoy them the way I always have, and I don't want advice. (laughs) So it's almost like I would appreciate if they just said, Oh, it looks like you're having a lot of fun playing this game, for instance. We'll, we'll say, like, you're playing a sports game. Right. And instead of them just being like, oh, did you know that, like, if you throw it like this or if you kick it, like, you know, like, they start giving you very specific advice. Usually I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to have fun and play with my friends. Whereas if they said, like, hey, like, I think you're capable of doing a lot more. Like, would you want some advice on how to do that? Maybe I'd be open to it. Maybe I'd just be like, no, nah, man, let's just play, you know? <laughs> right. Like, let's just hang out and do that. Where I can see, for instance, so in this cooking aspect, right? I, w- I think there'd be a lot of people who, like, if if you came over and started telling me, like, exactly how I should be cutting, if, like, we're making a thing together, I'd probably appreciate that. But another part of me might be, like, if this is something I've always done and just really enjoyed doing, like, in a very laid-back, thoughtless kind of way, yeah. where it's just, like, in a little escape for me, I'd be like, bro don't worry about it i'm just gonna cut these these carrots up like (laughs) i'm gonna do my thing like don't worry about me you don't have to give me advice i'm just having fun if you make me think about it a lot more i'm gonna lose that sense of fun and uh i don't want to i don't want to do that you know (laughs) so it's like it's kind of like a it's a weird idea of maybe look i get that there is a whole world behind like an art to everything that i'm doing and a science too (laughs) But sometimes I want 
this sounds really weird and contradictory to my personality, but <laughs> sometimes I want to ignore that and just be like, I just want to enjoy and have fun and just like not worry about the perfect techniques for everything in life. And there are some things in life that I just want to enjoy simply. No, I totally got that. I mean, it, you just want to explore. That's the main thing. Um, I will say, though, there are certain things where you have to have safety in mind, right? Um, yeah. And so, like, if you're definitely doing something that your body shouldn't or, like, possibly can cause you harm as a friend or even as an individual, right? I would always take that responsibility. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Like, I, let me just do my thing. And then, you know, if I want your advice, I'll take the advice. But other than that, either not either but like you want to join me on the adventure or you want to you know sit back and relax because you know i'm gonna just do my thing yeah i i think though there's value to staying open-minded about it because again at the end of the day you can get advice but it's up to you whether you take it or not so if your sole mission is just to have fun and you just do not want to care about tech then great people can give you advice and you can go cool like thanks appreciate it <laughs> but i'm just gonna do it this way I think people just offer advice naturally. I think naturally we always want to mm. get better at what wherever we're doing. And so people are like, okay, like let's let's get you better. And I think it's important to stay open-minded just because maybe there's something that you don't know that could potentially unlock it to be even more fun for you. You know what I mean? It's kind of the concept yeah. of if you go out and you run the same route every single day and you're like, nah, man, I'm just I'm not trying to race. I'm just doing it for fun. I'm just running the same route. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. But eventually you're, you're just doing th the same thing over and over. You never know about that cool other route. Or maybe if someone's like, Hey, do it a little bit faster. Or like try this route out and switch it just a little bit. And all of a sudden you get enjoyment out of doing something better. You're like, Whoa, mm -hmm. my mile time's getting faster. And then all of a sudden you get enjoyment out of that. You know, I, I think you just got to, yeah. it's almost but like going with the flow. <laughs> You you gotta like balance like enough. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'm curious though. Do you guys have anything in particular besides, you know, my goofy rock climbing or like playing some goofy sport that I just want to have fun with? That you you can acknowledge that there's probably a, like a whole world of techniques behind it, but you're just more interested in enjoying it for what it is, and you don't want to break down the details of it i guess in a way like maybe you don't want to kill the magic of something that's so simple or even maybe that you know that there's more to understand there and you just kind of don't want you to enjoy this awe of not fully understand i, I don't know disney. they could go a lot of different ways but it's all that's like literally <laughs> disney that you just talked right there it's all <laughs> disney right there yeah okay well this bring okay this brings up some other topics <laughs> Number, I feel like I used to be like that with pretty much just life. Like, yeah, man, like what? I just want to have fun. Like, I'm just here. I'm here to have a good time. You know, let's <laughs> like, let's just hang out. Let's have fun. But there's a, for me, I found there was a yearning for like, okay, no, you need to like apply yourself. You need to get better. And so most activities now, I really don't have many activities that I'm like, whatever. I'm just, I'm just having fun. Now, most activities I partake in, I'm like, okay, I obviously that's the goal is to have fun, but I'm looking to get better. I think like snowboarding, I'm constantly going, okay, well, I do want to get, I want to go faster. I want to get air. I want to do, so 
I keep doing that, whether it's with podcasting, either this thing, you know, I'm going, <laughs> no, okay, I got to cut out the filler words. I want to get better. And I feel like most things at this point now in my life, I'm like, no, it's, I want to be better. Dude, yeah. I think it really just, you like, feel that? what you said before, it really has to do with your intentions. Because if you, if you, and this also comes back to our kind of first podcast where it's like stagnation, right? So there is a complacency part to your examples and everything like that, where it's just like, I just want to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. You can do your own thing. But there's going to be a point where you're going to get bored of that same simplistic fun that you used to have. That was the same. That was the one thing with me with video games. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I just want to play video games. I don't really care. But then like I had this like after a certain point, it was just it got boring. It's like, why, why would I play a video game? And then I just started watching TV and then complacency happened. But then once I started learning new techniques with, within the game, then it started getting more fun. And then you start opening up mm. new avenues. Um, one thing that I know that just kind of hit me last or this week, actually on Monday, or actually, no, it was Tuesday. It was yesterday. Um, we at my work, we had a constructive meeting in regards to IR IR4 thinking, which is industrial revolution thinking of this this current i guess like year or decade or whatever i don't i don't know what the format but <laughs> that was a whole <laughs> different story yeah yeah but it's just like in that ir4 thinking it was more about results than anything else so what it didn't matter about time it didn't matter about how you got there right it what really mattered at the end was the end results and then also your intentions so like one thing that i know from past software companies was there so many G dang meetings and the intentions in those meetings were good, but there wasn't really any results that came out of it. And so when you kind of put task management and having meetings and, you know, epic stories and stuff like that, there comes a point where it's just like, if it doesn't impact me, that means that it's impacting my possible outstanding results that I can, I can take with the time that, you know, I spent in this meeting in a way. So kind of like reflecting back to it, it's kind of taking meaningful steps to create the results that you want, whether that be, I'm not going to take your advice and just going to do my thing. Or in certain cases of learning more, I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to apply it. So this is the difference between understanding and knowledge. Knowledge is just you have the information, but understanding it allows you to apply the knowledge that you, that you've attained. And at that point, I feel that understanding is a lot more constructive and improves to have more results. And then also will help you be able to enjoy those simplistic things with that understanding. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I do wonder uh, ironically i brought this up originally by saying that i enjoy the simplistic things when i don't <laughs> think deeply about them and right. i don't like analyze them with techniques and stuff like that whereas you're kind of saying uh, and this is interesting because you also brought up like video games and how <laughs> they could be more fun the more that you get into that kind of like analytical thought that's kind of odd for me i I guess one thing for me along these lines is (laughs) i want to tie this to aging believe it or not whoa here we go but when i was a kid 
you know, you didn't know anything. You didn't have any techniques, but you enjoyed a lot of different stuff. I played a lot of different sports. I, you know, I was enjoying different games, different like, I don't know, skills and things that I was learning. And I was just enjoying them, even though I had no idea what was good, what was bad, what was just like a, a, a process for any of it. I just, I was in it, you know. But then I feel like what you were saying, Jake, when you're like, you know, more and more often these days I'm being much more analytical with everything that I do, realizing that I want to seize the potentials that I have in all these different aspects of my life to improve and to get better and to, you know, uh, the the thing about that is <laughs> I have this worry and we can, you know, this is my therapy session tonight right now uh, <laughs> that there, <laughs> there have been a few people in my life who said like, David, you're a super serious person. And I take like a deep offense to that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a serious person. I'm a ridiculous, like goofy random all over the place spontaneous person but then i'm like oh well you know what i do try to break down almost every aspect of my life and see where <laughs> i can improve with the exception of like a few small things say like rock climbing snowboarding like little fun sports you know stuff like that i'm like okay those things are my fun parts of my life and then everything else i take super seriously right where like i have a serious analytical mindset that breaks down everything and you know tries to you know i, I journal and review how i can get better yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just trying to try tie everything in <laughs> no but aging I can, though Go i ahead. can actually i can help tie this into our last topic of maturity yes because it is interesting and i've and i've felt the same a lot too i felt the same with kind of where i'm at where i've always just been a goofball you know, yeah. and then I have taken offense to if people are like, well, except I don't really hear the serious part so much, but mm. I think, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's changing. That's a tangent. People think, I don't realize, I think how people don't realize how introspective and thoughtful I am. I think yeah. I give off a, a very just goofy vibe, but that's not important. What I'm getting at though, is that when you're younger, you're doing these things and you're just having fun and it's blissful. And that's what I sought out for a long time was just having fun. I'm just here to have fun. I just want to have fun without seeking. I guess it was kind of that instant gratification. We're having fun. It's great. I'm not really thinking about much, but the more introspective you get, maybe it comes a little bit with maturity though, too, is that you kind of start to take on responsibility more. You start to take on not only in like, I don't think intelligent responsibility is the right word, but you start thinking about things more and you, at least for me, I started thinking about, well, I'm having, so great. I'm having a ton of fun, but I'm not like applying myself, you know, like mm. I'm not, I'm not changing things around me or I'm not improving upon myself. And I think when you have the mindset of like, Hey, I'm just here to have fun. You're not setting goals. You're not, you're not trying to, better or apply it it's just there for in the moment just like haha whatever um and so i think the older you get that's where that maturity comes in you kind of accept that responsibility of like okay maybe i have this skill set what can i do with it instead of just spending a lifetime of like hey i've got all these skills and i'm great at this but hey man we're just i'm just here to have fun i'm just here to hang out and then you don't end up like utilizing what you mm -hmm. have I, I think maybe it's even a scope of slowly going from so selfish 
and I, that sounds like a harsh word, but you know, so just kind of like self-centered to kind of looking mm-hmm. outward and going, okay, this, this is what I'm good at. How can I, what can I do with that? You know yeah. What I mean? It's like seizing potential is how I view that. You know, right. I, cause that's a big fear. A huge fear of mine is that it's like, man, Jake, you're so good at X, Y, and Z. And then at the end of my life, it's like, Oh man, you're so good at those things, but I never, uh, Never really did anything with, you know, that is a huge fear of mine. Oh, dude, I feel that so much. You feel? Oh, dude, 100%. 100%. 147%. 147%. No, no, seriously, that, that, actually, that's true. Like, as we grow up, used to, it was just like, whatever. I'm like, I had this whole, like, thing about, like, let's just go on an adventure. Like, let's just randomly go out let's just do stuff like i don't care what time it is i don't care what day it is let's just go have fun but now it's like as i grow up i have to be intentional about what adventures i take because i okay let me just revert this back to um what i think in regards to our current generation our current generation is very hungry they're very greedy they want to be able to maximize the potential that they have and grow quickly so like for people that graduate from like college for example right they already are thinking i'm gonna be a ceo or like i'm gonna be a big dog type situation but then they get into the position that they're in they're like oh man i'm just a little fish inside a barrel and somebody's fishing me out type situation (laughs) so they go really quickly and try to be intentional and greedy and getting to where they want to be right now instead of taking the lozen ferry approach where just go with the flow don't really care have fun type situation because now we know as individuals we only have it a limited amount of time and we want to create a not fallback but like a legacy well we want to create a legacy for ourselves so that we know when we are gone that we're still there in that generation type situation it kind of calls into a question. I always think about it of, and maybe people have different opinions, but what is a life worth living? And, you know, maybe, maybe you could disappear to the islands, you know, like the British Virgin or something, the, yeah. the Caribbean, you know, and every day you just wake up and you lay on the beach and like, all is good. No struggle. You're just, you're calm, you know, you're maybe happy or having fun or whatever. But I think most people, would look at kind of that life. Let's say you look at that life at the end of it and you go, well, you didn't sure. It was like nice and relaxing, but you didn't do anything. You know, it's like, were you out making waves? Were you out seeing things, you know, that sort of thing. And so that, I think that loosely ties to that concept of, and I know again, it's different because like rock climbing is strictly a hobby, but let's just bring it back to that. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, man, you can be on the beach in a sense. You can do the same routes and it's all good. It's like, well, why not like do, do it differently, do it this way Mm. and get even higher. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's okay. Super fascinating. I'll, I'll just briefly say like, I still am trying to figure out what parts of my life. Is it okay for me to, to leave as the quote unquote fun stuff, like hobbies and stuff that it's like, yeah, I might never like get really good at it, but I also don't care if it's not written on my epitaph, you know, (laughs) I'm not trying trying to like leave a legacy with my rock climbing. You know what I mean? (laughs) So in that sense, it's like, what parts of my life can I 
keep fun. And would you guys say that that's necessary sometimes to have an outlet that's like, you know, a mindless, just kind of fun thing? Or, you know, should you be pretty serious and analytical with all things in life? I don't know. I th- I think but, this is where your personality type comes into play. Yeah. Because I have a very competitive personality type. Ooh. So it's, and it not even maybe outwardly, but just with myself. We're just constantly, I'm like, it, like I mentioned earlier, it is very hard for me just to be like, just do this thing and it's cool. I'm naturally yeah. like, okay, well, can I do this faster? <laughs> like, can I, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. dude, for sure. But I do like the idea that through, over time, as we age and as we really mature, a part of that is probably us realizing that we have a lot of potential and it's very possible for that to just fade. Like if you don't do anything about it, if you remain stagnant and complacent, like you were saying with Wayman, you won't be seizing that potential. And if you don't, you could be missing out on like a, um, a life more worthwhile, like you were saying. Yeah. Well, and even it's the way that they design video games too. That's why difficulty increases the farther you get on. And almost let's loop this back Ooh. to teaching, teaching people and giving yeah. them those confidence boosts. Dude, you give them level one, you give them simple little levels and challenges and they achieve that. And they're like, oh, cool. And then you up the intensity because otherwise if you leave the video game difficult, if every level, if every stage of a video game is the same, well, then eventually you probably get really good at it. And that's just boring, right? Because then you're, it's like playing Rainbow Six Siege and you're playing like normal level AI, you know, and you're just walking through the house and you're like, yeah, done, whatever, you know, and you get bored. But if you just keep <laughs> up in that just a little bit, it keeps you keeps you intrigued and probably furthers yeah. your interest in whatever that thing is, right? Whoa. Wow. I mean, like if, should... Way- if Wayman's making mac and cheese every night, craft macaroni <laughs> and cheese, you know, he wouldn't be where he's at. Get get that out of there. <laughs> like, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. Craft mac and cheese, really good, but... <laughs> is it? Depends. <laughs> depends who makes it. Yeah. I've had somebody make it for me once. I literally spat it out and I was like, what did you serve me? <laughs> It was bad. Mr. Fancy Pants. It was, no, no, it was really bad. (laughs) Like you had to be there. I couldn't, I couldn't describe it to you. Get this out of my face, peasant. (laughs) I'm like Chef Ramsay. Just kidding. Gabagool. Salad on the side. Salad's not on the side. I send it back. (laughs) But we can always come back. Let's come back to that topic because I, you know, maybe in the future, right, you may have a different, I guess, outlook on it. Also, yes, future looking, future podcast, here's what it is. I didn't get into this third thing on my mind, <laughs> but that's okay because I think it ties perfectly into what we were just talking about. I didn't expect we got 10 to, minutes to tie together, um, but I think it's a little bit too big to tie <laughs> 10 minutes. The thought to explore would be the deeper appreciation that someone has for something. The more knowledge they gain, the more that they can break something down and understand it on a deeper level that understanding you're talking about is like how you can apply specific techniques. You might know about it, but can you really like deeply apply them? And do you understand the process behind something? How does that affect appreciation of the arts? That's something I wanted to explore and uh, (laughs) something that I think we all have either discussed before or have specific opinions on in, in various different types of art forms. But I'd be really curious to explore next time or in some future podcasts, it doesn't have to be next time, you know, just how do we view art appreciation and how that impacts our ability to enjoy something or our ability to, uh, <laughs> like, 
be analytical and break something down in a way. And anyways, you know where I'm going with this. You feel? Jaw feels. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So what the heck did we talk about today? <laughs> Whoa, dude. We talked everything, about a lot of things. Everything looped back to our previous themes. We did it. We circled. Wow. Full everything circle. connected. It's all cyclical. I think the main <laughs> points that were covered... I think like progress. I well, the last one that we talked about was pretty like progress versus fun, almost in a sense. Yeah, yeah. I always find I know this. We said this. I always find value out of re-listening, and this isn't out of any. I can't think of the term. Like, just I don't know. Self, no, like self-importance or oh. nepotism or whatever. But I re-listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. and I get. I feel like I get. I get something out of recording it because it's verbalizing what's going on, but it's me in my head and verbalizing and then trying to react what you, to you guys are saying. But re-listening to it is when I can digest everything because mm-hmm. then I'm not sitting here thinking about, oh, Wayne's got a good point. I want to tell him about this or I want to share this story. <laughs> right. I listen to it and I hear all the cool things that are said. And so I, I'm like excited to listen to this one because I feel like there's a lot of good stuff. We went here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. This was probably, for me, I feel like it's the smoothest one I've had so far. <laughs> We're getting better at it, too. Hey, also. <laughs> this isn't just fun and games, okay? <laughs> Ooh, just having fun, man. Do you see me no, now we're amping up the seriousness. We're taking uh-huh. responsibility for uh-huh. the things that we're saying. Look at that. Dude, he's keywording. <laughs> honestly, honestly, you know what I think helps? We're doing it more, so we're getting better. But I, I'm starting to wonder if having a time frame, like having, okay, yeah, we got X amount of time. Let's let's get it done. Whereas our last, the last <laughs> one that we recorded was like a four hour. Like, what are we record? Are the cookies? Oh, st- I think the cookies are here. No, that's my phone. Oh, cool. Yo, I need to go to the bathroom. Dude, it's, like, Short- it's just like a mess. Short story on that cookie story. So I ordered cookies last week on a Saturday. Uh-huh. I never freaking got them did they give you your money back no well yeah they actually gave me my they gave me my money back and then the person the manager at the meridian or the store (laughs) let's not get at the meridian (laughs) at the meridian store i was talking to steve and um, (laughs) they're actually sending me a box of chip tomorrow oh wow and then there's the store and now and then (laughs) oh yeah you're right whoops (laughs) but at the same point it 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 just kind of like threw me off because you had that situation where it was it like forever. almost, it was like an hour at least, hour and a half almost. <laughs> Stupidest fourteen dollar cookies. I've and bought. then yeah, and so then like that <laughs> happened to me. But I stayed up until twelve forty, like almost one a.m., waiting for cookies that was supposed to be at my house at nine thirty ten o'clock. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah. Wow, dude, stupid. So we'll see if this if they send the cookies tomorrow, and if they do, I will text you. If not, they will get a message. Angry boy. Angry panda over here. Sorry. When it comes to food, I'm very cereal. So I think to wrap this up, we got homework. Yes. Oh, yeah. We got to take time. Take intentional, intentionally take time this weekend. Let's think of 10 things that we don't do or that we are scared to 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 do. Uncomfortable. what was the phrase? I like the way you phrased it, David. Oh, that we feel as though we can't do them. That's it. We feel as though we can't do them. 
And that's where Wayman goes, oh, no, yeah, repeat it, Jake. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat it again? <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hear you. <sighs> Wayman, why don't you go ahead and repeat it? Ah, uh, no, sorry. Oh, okay. Ten things that we feel like we can't do. And then we'll bring it to the next podcast. We'll chat about it and then maybe pick one. And then we're just going to, we're going to become good at it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to. Or, tr- or 30 try. things we're all going to become good at. In the <laughs> <now>. <laughs> That's just a combined list. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Get stoked. Dude. Well, I think that wraps that up. Thanks so much. Have yeah. a good night. <laughs> Thanks, friends, for listening. And uh, in the future, we'll have better sign-offs. <laughs> here's, here's a little outro. It's... The recorded therapy session, and we are all done, so we're gonna go. Yeah. Tonight. Love hey, that song. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some hot nucks, Jake. Yeah, I love nucks. That was really good. That was a hard nuck. Oh, that that was too. <laughs> 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 <laughs>